Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm burnt out. I'm tired of trying to please everyone. I've tapped out and into who I am supposed to become. Slow down. I tell myself, slow down. Still searching, 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 searching. Welcome to the premiere de- debut of Transitioning to Womanhood. I'm your auntie. I'm your mentor. I am Miss Michelle. And some people might remember me from back in 2016 or 2017 when mentoring with Miss Michelle, the Community Restoration Specialist, aired on another platform in Northern California. But now here I am in Georgia, and life has certainly changed for me. And I hope that as life has changed, I have changed because we always want to be evolving. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, You have tuned into the premier debut of Transitioning to Womanhood. And again, I am your auntie. I am your mentor. I am Miss Michelle. And uh, as I stated before, some people might remember me from back in 2016 through 2017 uh, when I had mentoring with Miss Michelle, the Community Restoration Specialist, which aired on another platform in Northern California. And I was just saying, now I'm in Georgia. And so life has certainly changed, and um, that's what we always want to do. We want to be forever changing, forever adapting. And, you know, I wanted to share something with y'all because, you know, I'm just going to get straight to it. Um, My perspective has changed on many things when it's come to our community. And although I will continue to do my best and I promise to do my best to promote love and unity among our people, I have to tell you that the importance of creating this platform is so vital to me because after 30 years of doing all I can to think of how to find a group of people who are just ready to love again. You know what I mean? To love self, to understand that to love self is to love the creator of self and to recognize 
that it's really time out for hurting one another as a people. And so those that know me, those that have walked with me throughout my journey throughout the years know that I've always been about solutions. I love to create and I love to work with people of color, but I have to say this again, it is getting harder and harder to find people of substance who understand we need to really love one another and we need one another because if we could only understand the dynamic force that we are as a people, and this isn't about racism, this isn't about any, it's just about loving one another and coming together as a community to bear with one another as a community. And so I, I ask that just bear with me because I really need to get this off my chest before we start the show, that it is getting more difficult to turn around and want to help because some of our people are so far gone that hurting one another as a people has become something that we're not even immune to anymore. But we don't even feel, it seems, in, in many cases. And again, after being in the community for three decades, I don't want to come on and be a bearer of bad news, but I need my community to hear what I'm saying because at 52, almost 52, I only desire peace and love, right, and to serve those who are ready to say enough is enough. Aren't you ready to say enough is enough? Aren't you ready to say that I'm tired of how we operate as a people and I'm ready to do something about it? Those who want to walk with others who are ready to do something about it, that's what this platform is about, first and foremost. It is about a culture of love among a people that are so beautiful, that are so wonderful, that are so beautifully unique that we just need to remember, and we need to remember how to build together. And we can only do that when we all just stop and get real with ourselves and we decide to vow that today, this day, that I'm going to be a man, I'm going to be a woman, I'm going to be a sister, I'm going to be a brother, that's not in the community causing pain, but in the community creating love. I also understand that there's a generation behind me that has suffered so much and is suffering so much in this day. But to you, millennials, I want to say to my baby, if you feel like we've left you behind, many have. And I want to say that we are absolutely sorry because so many are undone. But it's not your fault. So this platform is for you. It isn't just about talking either. I want this platform, our platform, to be used to create, to do something a little differently. I want to be able to share with you opportunities to be mentored, really mentored by myself and other women who you'll be able to meet here. And with that being said, I think that's the perfect segue for me to talk to you about 
my very first special guest. This woman is a very dear friend of mine, and when I say that, I mean it. We actually grew up together in the same hometown. You'll hear about that um, and how we were the only handful of people of color in a town very close to New Hampshire in the 70s um, when we get into our conversation. Um, When I say that this lady is my sister friend, I mean sister friend. We know each other's moms. May they both rest in peace, Priscilla and Barbara. Mm -hmm. We know each other's uh, fathers. May her father, Mr. Tom, Kyle, rest in peace. Her little sister, biologically, is my little sister, Tiny. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) We know each other. You hear what I'm saying? We know each other. And, I mean, um, she's a slightly slightly ahead of me in age. And I remember when I entered high school, we ran track together that first year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. I only ran my freshman year because there was a tier of sisters that were from New Hampshire called the Bookers. <laughs> the only other black, I think, black family in uh, New Hampshire beside my Aunt Barbara. And I could never beat them. You know, when you go to school and you're the only person of color, you know, you think that you really excel at everything until they put some other sisters beside you. And I think they just. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get back <laughs> but, anyways, I, um, I definitely um, look forward to introducing her to you. But before I um, get her on the air, I want to read a short introduction, I want to read her bio to you so you can really see um, the dynamic woman that she, that she absolutely is. So let me go ahead and read her bio to everybody, and then we're going to take a short break, and uh, then we'll come back with Dr. Monique Carlisle-Johnson. So Dr. Monique C. Johnson is a career coach, diversity consultant, speaker and founder of Dr. MCJ Consultant, LLC a consulting and coaching firm. Her mission is to help individuals, schools, and organizations explore, expand, and unlock possibilities that lead to growth and positive outcomes. Her inherent talents, coupled with a wide breadth of experience, knowledge, and expertise in a variety of subjects related to diversity, career development, program development, leadership, and community outreach have helped hundreds of individuals and organizations open doors, break barriers, and ultimately elevate their game. Through individual coaching, large-scale presentations, trainings, and teaching in schools and organizations across the country, Dr. Johnson is known for cultivating positive spaces for interaction, achievement, and business results consulting with school districts to determine their needs and create strategies for diversity and inclusion has become a signature service for Dr. Monique. She has helped create strategic plans, develop programs, lead focus groups, develop multicultural leadership councils, and facilitate cultural proficiency initiatives. Dr. Monique believes wholeheartedly that courageous conversations and self-awareness are critical to moving forward. Prior to starting her consulting firm, 
Dr. Johnson weathered several changes throughout her own career, including corporate relocations with her family that led her to four separate states. The experience was pivotal for truly getting the challenges associated with navigating new relationships, unfamiliar environments, in the quest for career and personal fulfillment. These unique experiences have enhanced her coaching success with clients. As a former career counselor and career service administrator, she has been given the honor of guiding hundreds of people on their career journey. She would love to do the same for you. Dr. Johnson earned her doctorate degree from the Pennsylvania State University in counselor education with a focus in higher education administration and a minor in human resource development. She is also a certified master of career services and a national board certified counselor. When she is not working, Dr. Monique enjoys traveling, DIY projects, and spending time with her husband and her three children. So right now we're going to take our first little break. And when you come back, I will introduce you and you will get to hear from her own words, Dr. Monique Johnson.
N B E L. Um, you can also follow them her on Instagram at B E E underscore N O B E L. Again, um, this show is all about giving back, passing the baton back, and spotlighting our little sisters, letting them know that we are here, regardless of where they are and what stage they are in their life, letting them know that we are absolutely positively here for them. And this is a young lady that I have met on uh, Instagram. Again, her name is D-B-E-E underscore Noble, N-O-B-E-L. You can find her on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, um, and that was called Straight and Narrow. So um, thank you so much, B, for um, allowing us to premiere one of your new singles on our show. And with that being said, let me now have the pleasure of introducing to you my special guest, Dr. Monique Johnson. Dr. Monique, tell me in your own words. You know, I've read your, your resume, um, your, your bio, but tell me in your own words, who is, who, is, who is Monique? Who is Dr. Monique? Who is Dr. Monique? Hello, everyone, by the way. Great to be here tonight. But I am a believer. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a consultant. I'm a coach. And I'm a mentor. That's who I am. I'm a compassionate person who um, wants to be of service to other people. That's, that's pretty much who I am. That is awesome. Can you share with us um, an example of the kind of organizations that you have assisted in the past, um, as well as share a story of when you assisted an individual to break through some barriers so people can kind of get a feeling of what it's like to work with you. Okay, sure. I'll share a couple of things that I've done recently. Um, I did three uh, diversity trainings for a public defender's office in the Cincinnati area. That's where I am. I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio. And um, that was very interesting uh, because they were all attorneys. So you can imagine it was like 130-something attorneys. <laughs> so I had to get clear with them that I'm not here to debate you, but I'm just here to kind right. of share what I know. <laughs> so um, I so I, I worked with them, and, uh, you know, I got good feedback uh, from them. Uh, and I've also worked with some school districts where uh, they wanted to get a pulse of the community and wanted to know what people were feeling. They'd had some racial issues. And so I did focus groups, um, nine focus groups with uh, teachers and staff members who work in the district and parents and community members and administrators. So it was very interesting. So that school district has been my primary work, um, but, you know, I've worked with a few in the area. Um, What else? I've done quite a few things, but that's just to kind of give you a little taste of some of the things that I've done recently. Well, that's absolutely amazing. I'm just I'm thinking about you being in that that room with all those attorneys, and because like you um, know, my background with a training physician, and I know how they can get sometimes. So as as doctors, because um, you know, always believing that that everything is right. I can only imagine with attorneys, but I know right. that you have. I know. 
<laughs> I know you have what you need to get in there and to do what you need to get done. So that's a beautiful yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just um, gets a little challenging when when um, these trainings are mandatory as opposed to them being there because they value it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it, I know it was exactly interesting. It was interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's the same thing with, with uh, mentoring young women, and that kind of will bring us into our next topic. Um, you know, it's a responsibility. Um, sometimes when you're dealing with, with young women that are in programs, for instance, um, it's a different response to when a young woman comes to you on the street and says, hey, look, I want to be mentored. Mm-hmm. You know? So it, it kind of feels the same way, um, you know, like what you were just talking about with um, when it's mandatory that they have to go. So it's not like they really want to go, but they mm-hmm. have to go. It's kind of mm-hmm. the same way with, with mentoring, you know. And with that, I kind of want to talk about responsibility because it's wonderful right. that you have the ability to give back, you know, to people, whether they're lawyers or whether they're young girls, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. who truly want to discover a path or whatever they need. So when um, where they can actually see results. However, right. the responsibility is not only on those of us that are reaching back, right, but also on the ones that are in need of the mentor, ones that are in need of the service, um, to be able to mm-hmm. see, uh, you know, especially I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of bring this back to that personal development aspect of young ladies um, because that's kind of what, you know, the platform is for. So um, to be able to see another version of what a successful woman of color is, is vital mm-hmm. in our community today. Do, do you agree with that? Absolutely. We definitely I, need mentors. and Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Dr. Johnson, can you speak to the topic of, you know, actually taking responsibility? And you kind of just kind of did with the with the uh, attorneys, but like when you're out here coaching, you know, um, people to help them break those barriers, you know, what is their responsibility? I mean, you know your job, but I think sometimes people think that they can come to us and we're just going to be like, you know, we're genies and they don't have to do anything. No, it's really about guiding people. So why don't you talk to uh, to us a little bit about, you know, what you feel or what you expect from your clients or however you want to answer that question. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm also a mother, so I have a 21-year-old daughter, and I have an eight, uh, soon-to-be 18-year-old daughter. So, you know, I've coached them as well because, of course, mentoring starts in the home, right? <laughs> so I have been very instrumental in guiding them and, of course, helping them to take responsibility. And I think oftentimes as women and girls, you know, I know you know my family and I I grew up as the oldest girl, so I was expected to have a certain level of responsibility and maturity and all of that. So, uh, you know, I couldn't really escape (laughs) because I was the oldest. But when I work with clients in particular, I take them through um, a a, um, program that is sort of guided by four different concepts. So, so the first concept is listen. I really encourage them to become self-aware, not necessarily listen to me, 
that would be helpful because, of course, I am trying to guide them. But listen to themselves. Become self-aware and understand who you are as a person, what you like, uh, make sense of your experiences, you know, what your interests are, what your abilities are, what makes you happy. Uh, all of those things are very, very important as we're developing, you know, our, ourselves and coming into a sense of who we are. So listen is the first phase. The second phase is um, embracing yourself, you know, getting to the core of what may be holding you back in different areas. What are your limiting thoughts and your beliefs? I encourage people to write them down. Let's talk about them. What is it that you're telling yourself? Is it really true? And, you know, what thoughts um, do you have? And, um, you know, if those thoughts were non-existent, what actions would you take? And how are those thoughts hurting you? How are they helping you? So that's the embrace portion. The, sec- the third phase would be the affirm per- portion, which is uh, affirm yourself. Um, state strongly and uh, assert what it is that you believe and really feel good about it. You know, once you get to that phase, that's the expectation that you will sort of affirm yourself that you'll take charge and own what you want for your life and that you'll be courageous. You'll, you know, pursue your passion. You'll really go after the things that you want. And then, of course, the last is decide that you will make a decision, whatever it is that you're going to do, and you will pursue it wholeheartedly and go after it. So that's kind of what I take people through, um, you know, in terms of them taking ownership for themselves, taking responsibility for themselves. Absolutely. That That's such a, especially with um, a lot of the millennials, um, and I'm not here to bash or anything like that. Of trust, I'm really not. Um, but a lot of them do not want to take responsibility. Um, um, well, see, I'm stuck on my words because I know so many that actually do take responsibility. So if there's mm-hmm. so undone in our community, <laughs> right, anyway, right. You know, in 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 having mentors at an early age, like you were saying, for your daughters is so vitally important. Um, it is so vitally important that we get to our community at the youngest age possible, because what we find and what I have found is that even though there's a growing number of women who have grown up and they're successful, like yourself in business. Uh, like myself in business, uh, there are women of color that we know that are obtaining degrees every day around this country. I believe that we're one of the fastest groups of, you know, people getting degrees and degreed up. Yet, mm-hmm. the lack of women of color in mentoring roles, even at that level. So no matter where you're at, really, it's still not enough. So as a mm-hmm. inclusion expert, um, can you share with us, number one, what is it that you have noted along your career as a, as a highly decorated scholar? Um, are there enough mentors even at, you know, um, for your level? Is, did you find it easy to obtain them while you were going through your process? Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say one other thing quickly before I answer that question. Um, sure. You know, I do I do career coaching, so part of career coaching is that the individual is going to do the work. There's no magic formula. 
You know, That's there never right. is. So you, you have to do the work. I can guide you, as, as, but I cannot do the work. I can't be you. So you have to, you know, you know, put your back into it in terms of doing the work to get what you want. So, um, so that's the first thing I want to say, but in terms of um, mentoring for me, I, um, I've read a number of different articles and studies and you are so right. Black women in particular are uh, starting businesses, you know, today by leaps and bounds. We are like the fastest population that are becoming entrepreneurs and starting businesses. So that is pretty awesome. However, we still are not represented at the C-suite, which is, you know, the top level executive level positions. There's very, very few of us there. So, but in terms of mentoring for me, I found mentor when I went away to college and I went away to graduate school that's when I found some uh, mentors who were very instrumental, in particular in graduate school, um, because I didn't get the doctorate degree because I was so smart. I was always a good student. Most people remember that about me. I was a good student, yeah. but you, it, it wasn't. It, <laughs> I know. It wasn't because I was so, so smart that I got the doctorate degree. Well, I did go for the master's, and once I finished, you know, or got close to finishing, I had a mentor who was like, well, why don't you stay and get the doctorate? I think you should, and really encouraged me. So it was really through the encouragement of other people. And I will say this, that sometimes I do believe that there's absolute value in women mentoring women, but my greatest cheerleader and mentor in graduate school was a male, was an African-American male, and um, he really was, yeah, he was very, you know, he was also the head of our program, so it helped a lot. So he was doing his job in terms of mentoring, you know, students, and, he, you know, he was recruiting students from diverse backgrounds to be in the program. And so he really uh, was a phenomenal mentor. And as a matter of fact, I still stay in touch with him to this day. So, and then I had women as well. So I, I think we don't need to limit ourselves to, you know, just other women. It could be you might need a mentor to help you to get to a certain place, you know, for a certain period of time, and I think that that's okay. We have different mentors in our lives for different things. That's right. Um, so, right. so, yeah, so, yeah, I, um, I was fortunate in that I had some good mentors, and I think because I was in an academic program, in academia, it's easier to find mentors because that's one of their roles is to really, you know, take students out of their wing, under their wing and to nurture them and develop them for, you know, the future to become future educators or whatever it is that they're going to be. So, yeah, that's what I would say about um, mentoring. You know, as I said, with my own daughters, I, I'm constantly uh, mentoring them. My one daughter's 21, so I have to be very careful because, you know, she's kind of grown. She kind of thinks she's grown. (laughs) So I have to be careful how I share information with her. You know, I want to give her the space to make some of her own decisions, but I'm here to sort of guide her as she needs, as she needs it. And, you know, that's, that's really what this platform, I think you just described it uh, and the young women that we really want to, cater to that we want to serve on this platform um, are young women that understand that, yes, I have 
all these ideas. Yes, I have all these, um, you know, beautiful, wonderful dreams, goals, and aspirations. However, I still need a little bit of guidance. And Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing about, you know, where I've been able to come into play with so many young women around the the country, because I've lived in so many places, (laughs) is, is respecting that and saying that, you know what, you are, you know, a woman. Although I'm a little bit seasoned, but you are a woman, and therefore, you know, um, you you get treated as such. You don't mm-hmm. get treated as such, but you also understand that you're a very young woman, and the experiences that you think that you might, you know, have overcome or whatever, you know, that you, you just can't compare to the experience of somebody who has 30 or 25 or 30 years, you know, prior to mm-hmm. you. To be humble enough to understand that it's coming not from a place of downing you or a place of degrading you or a place of saying that you're not, but it's actually coming from a place of saying, I want to protect you because, see, what you don't know what's around that corner, I can tell you what's around that corner. And just being humble enough to actually say, you know what, I'm going to listen. And that really I think that communication that is needed with inside of our community um, for us to even get the ball rolling on being able to, you know, bridge the gap between um, the, 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 the millennials and, 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 and the elders um, so that we can mm-hmm. come back and embrace them and be that village for them as our forefathers were the village for us. And somewhere along the line, I tell people we dropped the ball um, mm-hmm. and we stopped caring so much um, about one another. And, and I say that because I really have a heart to want to see our community come back together again. And in order to do that, we need mentors. And those young people out there need to know that women like us are out here for them. And so with that being said, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, well, actually, no, no, yeah, we are going to take a little break right now. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about um, identity. We're going to talk about identity a little bit. And Mm -hmm. Dr. Monique, I'm going to have her open up a little bit. And we're going to open up a little bit about what it was like being raised in a town that was not diverse. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about that a little bit because another thing I think that our culture is dealing with is identity crisis. And um, it comes in different shapes, different forms, but the bottom line is, again, getting back to our true selves so that we can come together, love one another, build together, and take a vow to say, I'm not here to hurt you, baby. I'm here to grow you. I'm here to help you. And that's everybody. That's our brothers who are out there, like Miss uh, Dr. Monique said, that can help this young sister that's out there and she's just starting and you're a man and you can help her. Like, for real, do that. And for the sisters, you know, you see a brother out there and he's trying to do for real, stop playing games. Stop playing games and let's do it because our community needs it. So with that being said, um, 
I Am Light is a beautiful song that I absolutely love from NDIRE, and I just want everybody to take a minute and just listen to this, listen to the words of this song, let it minister to you, let it flow through you, and then decide that you want to be the light in our community. We'll be right back.
That was India Irie, I Am Light. Um, India Irie, I Am Light. Welcome back to Transition into Womanhood. I am your host, Miss Michelle, the mentor. And today we have a special guest, Dr. Monique Johnson, on with us. And we have been talking about mentorship. We've been talking about um, just things that we need in our community to come back together to really understand, you know, the beauty and the essence of the people that we once were. And, um, you know, I worked in a place where there's probably over 200 youth And when I say that our community is hurting, it's because, and when I speak this, it's because I live and I walk in it every day. To see them not understand who they are, to see them try to elevate or, you know, to another what they think is their culture. But I understand identity crisis because, as a young girl, being the only black girl in school in class until I think we got to high school is when I realized there were some more, you know, that we had actually had uh, I think maybe a handful of us <laughs> at that time. So, uh, Dr. Milnick, um, why don't you share with us, um, you know, some of the the things that happened when we, you know, like, what was what, what was your experience growing up? What were some of the things that you had to transition as? Did you feel like you were black enough, you know? Uh, you know, what were some of the things that you had to transition out of because of being raised in such an environment? Um, let's see. Well, I was one of two black girls in my senior class, and I was – I don't know. Was I? I don't know if I was one or two grades ahead of you, but uh, that was that was a, when I tell people that. And our class was almost 400 students, 300 something maybe. So it was very isolating at times. But the one thing that I did appreciate is that we were all sort of close knit. You know, we all kind of were a family, and we sort of looked out for each other. At least the other African American students that were there. Uh, but, you know, we, it was, it was a very bicultural experience because I had, you know, white friends and then I had, you know, my black friends. So it was, we actually learned at a very early age, I, I feel like, I don't know about you to be somewhat bicultural. Um, I wouldn't say that I always felt like I really fit in, uh, but yeah. and it wasn't a ter- terrible upbringing, but you know we did have a lot of exposure. When I reflect, reflect back on it, I remember we had you know Armenian friends, Puerto Rican friends, Italian friends, so we had some diversity on that level. Um, but so we all the somewhat, time. I, I, I grew up with the uh, Italian mafia and the Greek mafia in the same town. Uh, <laughs> we, right, we, right. We had a lot of diversity, you we know, did, in, in, that, in that town. Um, we definitely, in, in, in you know, you don't realize that um, that 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 many people um, were raised the way that we were raised. And the mm-hmm. the one thing that I think that the reason why I'm so about community is because we were raised in a community where there were not that many of us, but we stuck no. together. We did. You know? We looked out um, for each other. I, 
don't know if you remember, even our parents had what they called the spouses club. And, you know, mm-hmm. they were that the, our, we, that we made, that we seen adults, we seen families, husbands and wives that owned houses that, you know, um, you know, and they actually, I remember they would take their vacations at the same time so we could all caravan and go on summer vacations together, you know, and, and everybody mm-hmm, just kind mm-hmm. of, I think that's the yeah, thing that I'm yeah. trying to say that I really miss. I remember going to the American Legion Farm. I remember going to, um, you know, um, going to Calvary Baptist Church for um, yeah, the yeah. Prayer breakfasts and the, the prayer breakfast every breakfast. year. Yeah, yeah. Every year, like and you know, in you know? Salem Willows, the annual Salem, Salem Willows, Willows um, yeah. you know, get together in the summertime. They still do it to this day, from what I understand. Still, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, 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 so what I'm talking about that that upbringing that I really miss. You know that. When we would leave American Legion Farm, we would always have to sing, you know, lean on me, you know, and <laughs> remembering that and that the family gatherings, every time we would leave, we'd have to sing, we are family, you know, and just things like that. And I look at our culture now and I'm like, what, where's the memories? Where mm-hmm. does this have those memories and to, to be able to see the proudness of black families functional even though, you know, nobody's perfect and none of our households were perfect, but to see, no. you know, husbands and wives of color that were actually doing things and fathers in the home, you know, and trust, our parents did not have it easy at all. I mean, I remember how many times they tried to kill my father, you know, at his job. I mean, they were the only black men at their jobs, you know, and a lot of stuff that they had to go through. So, um you know, we're we're getting ready to run out of time, and I want to really talk about your products and stuff. But sure. I, I share this because identity and understanding your identity is very important. And when you don't know your identity, you will run to anything else. And that will right. cause um, a lot of hurt sometimes. Like for myself, I know that I thought running towards, um, you know, things that, what I thought black people did actually was my demise because it was away from everything that my parents had taught me and everything that I had seen. And so we have, here we have two women from the same town and one went one way and one went another, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, but at the, end mm-hmm. of, at the end of the day, we land in the same place of giving back to our community and loving um, our community and, and just being mentors for our community. And I think that's very important for people to see that my dad always said, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And where where are you going? And so for the young ladies that are out there that are listening, it does not matter, um, you know, what path that you take, but you must land in the right position. You must land in the right position in order to be able to help yourself and help our community. And um, with that being said, I wanted to take a second and talk to Ms. Uh, Dr. Monique about uh, some of the things that she has to offer young women um, so that you understand, um, actually not so you understand, but while you're transitioning, that you 
see that there are mentors of color available to you for that young woman that really says, you know what, I'm ready to change my life. For that young woman that says, you know what, I'm kind of tired of being in a community where I always have to watch my back because, unfortunately, what what we're seeing on television, every time you turn on a TV show and there are two black women there, more than likely they're fighting and they're not getting along. Mm-hmm. It's horrible because they're not young women. These are grown women. So when that's all that they're seeing, when they're seeing the battles in and the women that are um, cutting up their bodies and putting implants in their bodies and just all these things that they're doing for a culture that doesn't even belong to us. And that's what I'm saying. For a culture that doesn't even belong to me, I see identity crisis. And um, the only way to, to really try to help is to extend ourselves to them and say, you know, we are here. And with that being said, um, Dr. Moni has some wonderful products. I ask everybody when they come, you know, to the show, because um, back in our day, when you came to somebody's house for the first time, you brought something to eat. And on the other side of that, when you knew somebody was coming to your house for the first time, you had something for them to eat. So I asked Dr. Monique, what are you bringing to the table because we're family here. And when we come on the line, I want us to feel like we're family. I want you to pick up stuff from the table. I want you to eat, you know. And so if you have not had your notepad out or your iPad or whatever type of communication device that you are using nowadays, now is the time to get it out because now is the time I'm going to tell you how you can actually begin to work with Dr. Monique Johnson, all right? So okay, we okay. get everything out, get everything out uh, to write with and to take notes. Um, so, okay. Dr. Monique, I see you have a free resume reboot document available. I do, I do, I do. Uh, and let me give you her site. It's Dr. Monique Johnson, D-R-M-O-N. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have my glasses on. Why don't you give that That's to okay. them? <laughs> That's okay. Uh, you just forgot to see. It's Dr. Dr. D-R-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-C Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N. So it's Dr. D-R, Monique, M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-C as in Carlisle, then Johnson.com. All right. So, if you I go there, to, I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say one quick thing to sort of pull together the experience that we. I know we're running out of time, but I wanted to say that one of the things that growing up in the community did for me, the community that we grew up in, where there wasn't a lot of racial ethnic diversity, is that it made me very, very sensitive to it. So then, as a result, everywhere I've lived, I want to live where there's diversity. I want my kids to go to school where there's diversity. I don't want to be the only one if I can avoid it. (laughs) So that's what it has done for me. And so I, uh, you know, really have committed myself to uh, diversity diversity and inclusion consulting. So that that is where that piece of me comes from. And then I also, you know, studied it as well. So I just wanted to make that connection for people. But you go, go, you can go ahead and finish. 
<laughs> thank you. Yes, girl, you see me. I'm like, oh, I'm looking at the time. So thank you for wrapping that up for me. And um, yes, absolutely. So about the resume, so these, these are some things. So if you're a young lady out there that is looking for a job, because remember, we're talking to young women who are 18 through 30. That is really the focus. You can be over or under that age and listen to the show and still uh, glean from us. But those young ladies that may need, um, you know, help with resume or those that are out there and need a reboot, go to Dr. Monique's uh, webpage that she just told you. And she has a free resume reboot document available on that site. Can you talk real fast about what that is? Real fast. Okay. So basically, it's the document that I use when I work with people on their resume. So it's not going to take you through every part of the resume, but it'll take you through like the professional profile, um, your experience, um, your work experience, and give you ideas and ways to you know, cite those different things. Um, and if you are interested, I, I don't want to get ahead because I know um, mentor, Miss mentor, Miss Michelle has some other things that she'll share. But if you're interested in the resume reboot, you know, we can actually talk and have a session together. So um, <clears throat> that's pretty much it. But it is a good start to get you thinking about how you need to present your resume. Awesome. And another thing, are y'all ready? Are you guys ready for this? Are you sure you're ready? Okay. Dr. Monique is also offering a free 30 minutes, 30 minutes free with Dr. Monique, complimentary coaching call. So that's right. You heard me right. She is offering, again, I'm going to say this, a free 30-minute complimentary coaching call with Dr. Monique. So you can share a few benefits of sitting. Um, um, let me have her share a few benefits of sitting down okay. with her. But I think I think you guys have already heard the value, the knowledge, the wisdom that this woman has in the heart of of what she has. But I'm gonna go ahead and give her the floor. And is there okay. anything you'd like I'll, to add? Okay, I'll be quick. <laughs> I know we're running out of time, so. I, for the most part, I want I want you all to know that I have worked with high school all the way up to women who are in uh, executive level. So whatever your um, concern is, question, whatever it is, I can I will do my very best to help you. I don't know everything, but I will do my very best to help and to support you. So the coaching call can be around whatever you want it to be. If you download the resume reboot and you put one together for yourself and then you want to go over it in the call, we can do that as well. So whatever it is, if you're having a challenge at work and you want to talk through it with someone, we can do that as well. And so the way that you would schedule that with me is you would go to my website and um, at the very bottom of the home page, there's a little purple box that says schedule, and it actually takes you right to my calendar, and there are certain days there that you can schedule in times. And if they don't work for you, just email me, and we can work something out because I know the times that I have on there are limited, but I'm, I'm willing to be flexible uh, for you. Well, that's it. Okay. So that is awesome. You know, Dr. Monique, I really appreciate your time for 
stopping by. We're definitely going to have Dr. Monique come back on the show again. Uh, we talked about some DIY stuff the other day. I was like, I don't know how we're going to do this, but you're going to have oh, to help me. Yeah. Definitely going to have her oh. come back on. And I definitely want to thank you um, from the bottom of my heart, from my heart to yours, as it's my signature that people know. Um, when, when I say that, I definitely mean that from my heart to your heart. Um, because that's what it's going to take to get our community to come back together again. So I thank you for your time. I thank you for coming in and just gracing the audience um, with your knowledge, with your wisdom, sharing a little bit about yourself, uh, ripping off the mask so they can see, you know, that, you know, you're you're just another sister just like them, and that's what they need to understand. You know, we we are all, you know, sisters and brothers. And um, another way to connect with her or to connect with us, um, if you want to connect with Ms. me, mentoring with Miss Michelle, you can always connect with me on our um, Facebook page at Transition Into Woman, um, also Miss Michelle, and on Instagram, we are at Transition Into Womanhood, as well as Miss Michelle, the mentor. On Twitter, we are at uh, Transition Into Womanhood as well. So um, until next time, I wanted to also, oh, before we go, let me put this out, because remember I said we're talking about opportunities as well. If you are or if you would like to, take some time and volunteer with mentoring with Miss Michelle, we do have opportunities available for young women ages 18 to 30, preferably. Um, you will have the opportunity. Um, we are considering a virtual team, but you will have the opportunity to work with us and learn some things about entrepreneurship by hand and as well as get some letters of recommendation. So um, whenever you work with me or any one of the women that um, you meet through me, I always ask that, of course, if it's successful, that they also write you a letter of recommendation because our heart is to pass the baton onto you and to give you a clear pathway to your dreams, to your goals, and to your aspirations. So, again, I am Miss Michelle, the mentor. I am so thankful for those that have came and taken their time. Again, thanking Dr. Monique Johnson um, for spending her time with us tonight. And you can reach her again at um, drmoniquejohnson.com and me at michellebroadneckcrs at gmail.com if you want to volunteer or if you want to be on the show. So I think that's it. Do you have any last words, Ms. Uh, Dr. Monique? I don't, other than um, be coachable, you know, yeah. for the young women out there that to be coachable. Mentoring is not about telling you what to do, but guiding you and you being open. I had a coach, so <laughs> we all need that. So thank you Absolutely. so much for having me. Thank you. And I want to thank everybody that chimed in tonight that stayed on the line with us. I appreciate your time because I know your time is important. I look forward to seeing you guys in a couple of weeks. Remember, we're on every second and fourth, um, second and fourth Thursday of the month. 
Today we decide to debut on Black Love Day. So happy Black Love Day to all of my listeners as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful evening. Good night. Good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.